Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I want to be there for my family. I want to be there for my kids. And I don't want to have the same limits that um, I saw my mom had when, when she was raising me and my brothers. So, I mean, money doesn't buy happiness, of course, but it does give you um, freedom. You can sort of choose what you want to do with your life. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we continue the conversation with property investor, developer and Airbnb business entrepreneur, Theodore Collette. Stick around to learn more about the fail-proof mirroring strategies Collette has used, how I discovered the benefits of an Airbnb business, the importance of networking in the property world and much, much more. Referring to his past experiences in trying to purchase apartments and use them for his Airbnb business, Colette discusses how he moved along his journey to get to where he is now. Basically, I just got around the um, sort of people who done what I want to do and learn from them because there's always someone who's done what you want to do, most of the times at least. And if you can just get around those people and learn from them, it's not that hard to apply whatever steps they took to be able to reach where they want to go. Having moved to Australia three years ago, Colette delves a little into the details about his property journey between then and now, sharing how he got further into investing in development. Getting involved in developments is my main focus now. But I actually bought a property last year um, in the suburbs of Brisbane as well, yeah. In, in regards to strategy, I think it's different for obviously for everyone and what they want to achieve and their, their particular goals. But um, I just found mirroring is a great strategy. So you like step one is identify what you want to do, where you want to where you want to be, and then step two is to find someone who's done that already, and then just reach out to those people, and um, yeah, just really study them, research them understand how they got there and even why they got there and then just use their experience into your own life. Talking more about his Airbnb business this time, Colette talks about the experiences that led him to turn the property sharing concept of Airbnb into a profitable business. We were building a property and you know sometimes with the builders they say it's going to be done by then but it usually isn't done by that exact time. So we got messed around a bit and actually last year we moved nine times. We wow. moved a lot. Wow. Yeah, it was a hectic year. 
for me and my for me and my partner. So, like having a dog as well <laughs> makes it very hard to find somewhere you can rent. It wasn't easy, so we we turned to Airbnb, and after being you know living at many multiple um, Airbnbs, I thought, hey, this seems like a pretty good thing. You guys are making some pretty good money out of this. Um, so that was, I guess, the thing that opened up my eyes to Airbnb and what they can do for you. And how exactly he discovered that he could make quite a bit of money from renting out short-term Airbnbs. I was just basically talking to the host because many times the host would meet us with the keys or sometimes the host would even be in the same property. And, you know, you just um, you, you get to know people around you and you talk to them. And um, I ask a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ask a lot of questions. And I, I found out that um, it, seemed, it seemed good, profitable, legit, easy to understand. And I thought to myself, why not? With all these benefits in mind, Colette shares when exactly he decided to convert his property into Airbnbs. Pretty much straight after hey wow. <laughs> after yeah, yeah same night i was like okay what well, how, how can i make this work what can we do thinking back to the strategy behind all this collect talks about the process he underwent in order to find suitable airbnb properties to invest in basically again go back to the strategy where you find people who've done it before you and who's done it good and just mirror their their strategy so i I found out that people were doing it, you know, people had like 50 units, um, they were renting out on Airbnb. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I got to talk to this person. So um, I did. And um, they showed me software where you could check out, you know, what suburb or what area is good, and which types of units are good and, um, you know, which sort of um, area was good and what sort of time of the year was good. And I just adapted that and um, yeah, got going. While mirroring the strategies of other successful individuals is easier said than done, Collect shares the interesting way he gets to network with people who seem to be teaching exactly what he wants to learn about. Actually, it's a bit scary, but have you noticed if you talk about something or you show interest in something and then your phone like um, presents you with an ad that's relevant to you? I found a seminar with a couple of guys um, actually... Uh, um, a wife and a husband that was doing it. And I went to their seminar, checked it out, and I thought to myself, oh, yeah, it sounds pretty good. Then I just, um, there's this website called udemy.com. Oh, yes, yep. Where you can find heaps of um, courses on pretty much any topic that you'd like to know more about. Yep. So I purchased a few of them and read a few books and, um, yeah, just got educated, basically. Delving into the why rather than the how behind his portfolio building, Colette shares why his childhood played a big role in shaping his determination and drive to be successful. I've been thinking about this for for quite a while too and I think it stems back to, at least in my case, to my childhood, how I was brought up and what I saw around me. So, like on, on one side, I see my dad's life where he has, you know, he's a business owner, he can... You know, he can pretty much take a vacation when he wants to. He can, he has the, the freedom that allows him to live the sort of life that he wants to. Um, compared to my mom, where you know it's always struggling to meet um, ends meet to to pay the bills, and vacation isn't like even something you talk about. It's just not existing. 
Um, so I wanted to be able to, when I have kids, when I'm older, I want to be able to spend time with them and don't want to have to, you know, go to a job and be away for X amount of hours every day. Um, I want to be there for my family. I want to be there for my kids. And I don't want to have um, the same limits that um, I saw my mom had when, when she was raising me and my brothers. So, I mean, money doesn't buy happiness, of course, but it does give you um, freedom. And you can sort of choose what you want to do with your life. Continuing to think about the past, Kolek expands upon the first property he spoke about in his previous episode, showing that it wasn't just a lack of funds that held him back from purchasing. My father has never been very happy about anything that has to do with property because he lost a lot of money back in the early 90s um, from a property deal. And that was a very, like, that was a very stressful situation for, for my parents. So having him not being supportive of that or being very cautious of it obviously affected me. But, you know, you can't just rely sometimes only on your parents. You also have to rely on other people for education and values and all that sort of stuff. So um, it only initially, like, initially hold me back, but... Yeah, I got over that pretty quick. Coming up after the break, we'll delve further into Theodore Collette's property journey, talking about the tools he used to get ahead in the property game. I mean, I wouldn't be the same person that I am today without the mentors that I've had. I think the internet is a great tool for this. I mean, you can pretty much access anything online. The personal habit that has helped him become successful? I think one of them is actually like a practical example of what we're doing right now. I like to engage in conversations with someone who at the time might be a total stranger to me, but nonetheless, I get a good feeling from. His forecast for the future property market in other parts of Australia? I mean, in terms of like, it ticks the most boxes in terms of economic growth, job creation and population growth. I think it's a really good place. There's going to be a lot of of things happening in Brisbane in the coming years. And that's next. I'm Taran Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. While mentors were certainly pivotal in helping him along his journey this far, Colette shares that there were also a number of tools he used along the way to get in contact with people or educate himself on the topic of property. I mean, I wouldn't be the same person that I am today without the mentors that I've had. I think the internet is a great tool for this. I mean, you can pretty much access anything online. I I listen to people like Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Alan Watts, all sorts of... um, people like on a daily basis and I mean you could pretty much just whatever area you want to get better at in your life you can type it into YouTube you can type it into Google and you know you'll find someone that you think yeah I like this person what he has to say or what is and and, and you um you grow from there definitely and the books he learned a lot from as well there's so many great books out there um one book that I would recommend is uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I don't know if you heard about it. Yep, yep, that's a classic. Yeah, it's a, it's a, very, it's a, it's a classic, that's right. And um, basically, for those of you guys who, who don't know, this book was written maybe 80, 90 years ago. And it basically consists of 
13 principles. If you, if you follow these principles, you'll pretty much reach your goal no matter what. It's a great book. Speaking of principles and advice to follow, Colette shares a phenomenal piece of advice he's ever received and tells us why we should follow it too. Best advice I've ever received is also the most simple advice I've ever heard. It's turn your shoulds into musts and raise your standard. I think we all know what we should do in order to be more successful, be it in business, relationship or health. Like For example, we all know we should exercise and eat healthy. We should save more and spend less, but not all of us do. But if we raise our standards and turn every single should into a must, we will make an inner shift and take control of like the quality of our lives. He also goes into detail about a simple yet personal habit he has that he believes contributes to his property success. I think one of them is actually like a practical example of what we're doing right now. I, I like to engage in conversations with someone who at the time might be a total stranger to me, but nonetheless, I get a good feeling from. I follow my gut when it tells me to strike up a conversation with a particular person. And I mean, this has opened up a lot of doors to me and it's changed my life drastically throughout the years. He shares an example of why this has proven to be a good habit. For example, like um, back in when I was about 19 years old, um, I, I was at a bar uh, having a couple of drinks um, during the day and I, I saw this guy who looked, was maybe 50, 60 years old and he was he looked very wealthy. And I just walked up to him and I, I went, oh yeah, I got, I got this um, project going on. Uh, we need this much money. This is the sort of return. Um, could you pick yourself being a part of it? And he just looked at me like I was crazy, you know. But, you know, that turned into something. And um, I learned a lot from that experience and we ended up working together. So, you know, many times you sort of have like a conversation with yourself in your head um, when you're about to make a decision. Oh, no, don't, don't do that or don't do this because of this and this and that. Whereas if you just shut that off and just do it, um, you never know what's going to come out of it. Despite being so courageous to do such a thing at the age of 19, Colette shares that there is some advice that he'd like to give to his younger self. I think I would tell myself to just keep pushing forward. Don't overthink stuff. Don't don't spend too much time thinking what could happen and what if and all that sort of things. Just 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 do it, you know? It's a lot better to spend the time um, doing something than actually thinking about it. You learn a lot more. With that in mind and knowing what he knows now, Collect tells us what he's most excited for in his future journey. I'm really excited about the future of Brisbane's property market. I believe there's a lot of potential in Brisbane. Um, I think Melbourne and Sydney, most parts of it, has seen its glory days. And I think it's Brisbane's time to shine in a couple of years. And, and what, what do you think attracts Brisbane now in this particular cycle that makes it um, attractive for people to invest into? Well, I think first of all, it's affordable compared to Sydney and Melbourne at least. You know, um, also, of course, the weather is always, <laughs> <it's> always sun, <laughs> sunshine over here. But um, I mean, in terms of like, it ticks the most boxes in terms of economic growth, job creation, and population growth. 
think it's a really good place. There's going to be a lot of lot of things happening in Brisbane in the coming years. With so much to look forward to and a whole lot more to come in his property journey, Collect delves into what he thinks his success this far has come from skill and hard work or from luck. I find that um, someone else said this, but the harder I work, the more luck I get. It's a combination of both. Like you, you can you can work your ass off, you can work all the time, but you also have to work smart. Otherwise, you just, you know, you don't really get anywhere. And what he thinks people need to do, not only to work smart and work hard, but to stay focused to achieve the things they want to achieve. Depends on what you want to do, but like your network is really important. Who you know is so important. And you have to put yourself out there to, to get to know different people. You have to put yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, otherwise, you're just going to keep experiencing the same results that you've always been experiencing. Thank you to Theodore Collette, our amazing guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.